Uh, Ted, I, before we get to today's show, and of course we got a lot to talk about, that Apple earnings mm. call is burning a hole in my you-know-what. Yep. But I uh, I want to just start with a gentle reminder for our listeners. It is Friday the 24th this week, which is to say Steve Jobs' birthday. So I hope mm-hmm. that everyone out there has put some thought into their gift. I hope you're not hearing this and thinking, oh, I don't have anything for him yet because... um, It comes around every year. It comes around every year. You have a long time to prepare for it. Don't go to the store the day of. No, me Colby. I've had some lackluster Steve birthdays where I didn't think about it long enough ahead of time and I got him something in a rush as we do in a busy life and you pay for it. Look, you know, I've had years where I've been a little busy. Maybe my living situation is taking up a lot of my time or I'm going through the big D. I don't mean... And I just haven't had the the brain space. My gifts have been a little rushed. And, you know, like that year that I gave him a coupon for one experience with me, he did not like that. That was the year that the Apple keyboards were all effed up. He can tell. And, uh, and, and do not believe him when he says he doesn't want anything. No, 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 no. Everyone says that. Daddy always says, oh, no, I'm fine. Don't worry. But what he really means is last year you got me socks and a McFlurry-nator. This year, step it up. Especially when your son makes a lot more money than you do. Shout out me. Yeah. I don't know what's so unacceptable about me giving um, my son a a birthday wish list and saying, please pick two or three of these 10. Or cash equivalent. Suddenly, I'm the bad dad. And and look, <laughs> I've been there. Steve can be very persuasive. He says, oh, no, no. You know, he says this through weather and... and uh, Dream Dreams states. and light, tricks of the light uh, and a, stuff. A small sparrow alights and, and looks at you in a certain way. And you're like, oh, there you are, Steve. No, you're giving me the don't worry about my birthday coming up. But I know <laughs> that you're actually hoping that I get you something nice. And I, I mean, I've been there. I thought, okay, Steve, well, if you insist. And uh, that was the year that I didn't get him anything. And uh, that was the year that that tree branch fell on Marvin's moped. Oh, yeah. And I was like, message received, Steve. I understand. Thank you for using Marvin as your puppet to teach me a lesson. Instead of me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, he loves me too much. And actually, do shout out Marvin. He really took our advice to heart last week with the Miladies. And I'm sorry that that person hit you so hard yeah better luck next time you'd probably said it bad i mean listen to marvitt's tones but anyway all that is to say uh don't rush it don't give him nothing and and folks this one i i I shouldn't have to say this but be considerate with your gifts okay we've been there as dads it's your birthday you open the gift and it's a gd level yeah or a stud finder and it's like, I'm not a hardware dad. And you know this, Corey. I think they do know that. And that's, it's sort of like a subtle for me. You know, one year I got a wall patching kit. Right. It was a not so subtle, well, you've put your head through the wall too many times sort of a remark. Fix it. Yeah. I mean, that, I've gotten the suitcase a couple times. Yep. Subtle, yep. you know, like, hey, we got you a new suitcase and it's also full of all your stuff and it's also out in the yard. Yeah. There was that year I got the um, a fanny pack full of that survival stuff and then they shut the door and said, go for it. Well, it's like the year that Corey got me those Pokemon cards. Yeah. Totally. And I was like, Corey, I am not allowed in forbidden realms out on the strip mall. You know that I can't go in there anymore. No, neither of us can. I just wanted to hold the Aragon sword. Well, you did eventually get it. I did. I did. And thank you for letting me sit on your shoulders. I think the fact that you broke the Aragon sword didn't help us. I think the bigger issue was that I that I told them I could fix their Wi-Fi and then somehow it did get worse. I have to say this. One does not simply put an Aragon sword behind the counter in their game store without a bunch of dads on each other's shoulders trying to reach up and touch it. No. If you put Come that on. sword there, it better be forged in mithril because it's going to break. 
Are you kidding me? Do you know how many dads are going to be trying to swing that around in the store? First of all, don't put it in the store unless it's behind lock and key. I mean, why do you think that they have walls at the chimp enclosure at the zoo? Because otherwise the dads would all be getting in there. Don't just put the Aragorn sword out within relatively easy reach if two dads are on each other's shoulders. And then once they get it, surprise, surprise, don't be surprised if it breaks. Put a sign that says, oh, Aragorn sword, not actually that strong. Yeah. Because the real Aragorn sword would not break if Aragorn had smashed it down on the table after someone played a Blastoise. That's very true. And Cory knew all that when he got me those Pokemon cards. He knew I wasn't allowed in the Forbidden Realms anymore, and he still gave me the Pokemon cards. I said, Cory, do you have any idea how insulting this is? And he said, yes, that was the point. Yeah. And in the same way, Ted, don't give Steve something insensitive. <laughs> you know, you don't want to no. be like, hey, Steve, I got you these shoes. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. You don't have a corporeal form. Right. Someone is non-corporeal. I'm not going to knit him a cardigan. No. <laughs> what would he do with it? What would he do with it? So this year, I got him a year-long subscription to HelloFresh. Wait. Ted, really? I got him Blue Apron. You got him Blue... <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Ah. I was like, Steve has no time to cook for himself. Also, he's D. This will be perfect. I don't know about you, but I just left instructions. One yearly subscription, please throw in the Miskatonic River at midnight. See, now I'm going to have them deliver it to me, and I'm just I'm going to burn it all. Cool. And probably, like, chant over it. I just hope it finds its way out to Devil's Reef and... Joins Dagon, you know what I mean? No, I think it will. That's so funny, Ted. That's so great. Oh, oh no, you don't think he's going to think that we, like, planned that, though. <sighs> Shoot, maybe well, I need hard, to get him something though. else maybe, now. Maybe we should, maybe one of us should change to stamps.com in I, case he well, needs yeah, to send or, anything. Yeah, or the Dollar Shave Club, I guess. That, yeah, Dollar Shaver. Ooh, what about BetterHelp? Or Purple Mattress. Mm. I wonder if Steve would like it if I burned down the game store. You want to start the show? Yeah, start the show. Everybody. It's Tep Talk. Welcome to Tep Talk, your number one source for Tep news, information, and gossip. gossip. Coming to you live from this corner, it is me, one of your hosts, Tep Tim, the one and only, uh, thank G, shout out my wife, and uh, in the other corner, my illustrious co-host, Tep Ted Steiner, signing in illustriously from this corner of Tep Talk universe, the pod, the way, the life. The Tao, the one, the two, the yin, the yang, and from that, the one, ten uh, million things that become Tep one zero zero one. All together now, let's hear it for me. Thank you, Tep Ted Steiner. Here I am. I think that made sense. I'm not going to redo it. No, and hey, Ted, did you hear this news? Uh, this is according to Mac Rumors. First HomePod orders start arriving to customers in Australia and New Zealand. Great. Here's another headline, Ted. Wow, look at this. Uber rolling out CarPlay support for driver app. Wow. Yeah. So you see, Randy, we do talk about TEP on the podcast. Yeah, Randy, we don't talk about TEP. Here's some TEP for you right now. I'm going to take a surge protector and whack you on the head with it. Sorry, folks. We are uh, a bit heated. Uh, we are coming in off of the, uh, the the big D, and I do mean deposition. Yeah. Um, we got uh, deposed and disposed yeah. this week. Ted, am I? was I alone in thinking it was going to be more fun than that? 
you know, you watch a lot of courtroom sort of things in media. It comes up all the time, like, oh, bang, 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 gavel, go to jail, or bang, 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 inspiring speech, you're free. That's how we assume it's going to work, but it's nothing like I expected. None of my one-liners landed. And I can't believe we weren't allowed to bring the Yui boom in. If I'm going to be defending myself, then I want subtle strings underneath. I wanted that Aaron Snorkin moment, you know. This is what I was prepared to say. For example, I'll be them. Like they ask you a question like, uh, Ted, can you explain how you got all these pictures of Randy sleeping or something like that? (laughs) Yes, I can, Your Honor. And if you're really willing to hear the truth, then I ask you to open your ears because I'm about to break your mind. You ready for the real deposition? Here's my deposition. What does America hate? A cheater a liar, a copycat, a fraud. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's one sitting over there in the stand. Or should I say kennel? Ooh! And that's when I, I was going to blow the air horn, which sorry that I blew the air horn so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little early, but I forgive you for being excited. America, look at yourselves. Are you going to stand here and point your little crooked fingers at an adorable rosy-cheeked set of dads, curious about making a new best friend, are you gonna look at these two and condemn them? Or are you gonna be able to see the babies inside just clinging to connection when everything has been taken from them? And I mean everything. Or are you just gonna side with the dog? Are you gonna walk up to him, lift his tail, and sniff his Because P.U., that's what's happening here. See, now, Ted, with the right music, that would have been such a stirring speech. It would have jerked every tear off in the room. But without the music, your speech came across, I think, far more aggressive. Well, I was really P.O.'d. I know. And, and you know, I want to... I want to take a minute to acknowledge I maybe didn't help our case because, you know, the same way that you were channeling Aaron Sorkin style high and mighty rhetoric, I was really inspired by one of my favorite movies, Scent of a W with Al Macino. Yeah. And so I was kind of trying to do that tactic um, slash I sort of decided to do the deposition as him, which I guess they haven't seen the movie. Because they got super freaked out, you know, because I was walking around and they were like, what are you doing? You're knocking things over. They didn't know you were blind. They didn't know I was blind. And that, and then I kept saying things like, when I was in New York City with that boy, I showed him what a real man is made of. And they were like, you know, what boy? Who did you, you took a boy somewhere? And, you know, it was all got so confused. Yeah. And then the thing about that movie you don't get is it's it seems like it's really easy when Al Macino goes, who are... <clears throat> Sorry, I almost did it again. If you actually make the hua sound that he does, guaranteed you will throw up. And I did. Yeah. Um, I had a blue apron. It was a little spicy. And I had acid R. And yes, was I dressed in a military uniform talking like Al Macino from Scent of a W? And did I say hua and throw up? Yes. Okay. And look, I admit my visage was a little... Terrifying. I had cut myself a lot from those Dollar Shaver 
razors. Well, what they don't say in the Dollar Shave ads is that you still have to shave yourself. I assume they'd send a man to shave you. I did assume that. And when uh, when they didn't show up and I had to do it myself, I was like, well, I'm out of practice. And I didn't know you had to sort of trim the beard before you hack at it. Did you look a little gruesome? Sure. Sure. Yes, you did. Did I wear my necromancer's robe? Yes. Oh, because it's a special occasion. I was wearing my Al Macino military outfit. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. Be consistent with the dads in your life. I show up wearing cargo pants. You say this is a funeral. That's inappropriate. We show up wearing wizard robes to a deposition. Oh, sorry. That's inappropriate. So what are we supposed to wear? You, well, yeah, you want us to come nude? You want us to wear nothing? Or a toga? I mean, honestly, I, you know, if I'd known how it was going to go, I would have come dressed as Socrates. And I would have said... You know what? I don't want to be banished from Athens. Give me the effing hemlock. Yeah, I'm done with this BS. Because Athens smells a lot like wet dog. Aristotle drinking the hemlock is kind of the ultimate dad. Fine, then I'll just go eat in my room. Yeah, totally. And he was put on trial and he easily could have defended himself in the way that they expected. Oh, just you're corrupting the youth. Go get some banishment and get out of here. We're sick of you. We're sick of your BS. That's basically what the people of Athens wanted to say. But instead, he was like, I did nothing wrong, and I'm I'm done. Yeah. Plato, go invent the cave. I'm out of here. We're going to go in the cave as long as no one wants us here anymore. And I mean, look, the thing that hurt most of all, more than them asking us all sorts of intrusive questions about where we were on certain days mm-hmm. or how we got in places or what we meant when we said this or that on the podcast, the thing that hurt more than any of that. Look, Ted, I can admit, we've not always been on the same page as Randy. He's made it very difficult to be his friend sometimes. He has made it very difficult to maintain a friendship, which we've tried really hard to do. Look, couples fight. Yeah, friends fight. You say things that you don't mean yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. but there are lines you you don't cross. No, I've never taken you to a disposition. I mean, look, when I'm fighting with Dennis, there's a lot of things I could say. Like, I might say, Dennis, no one cares about your stupid, boring music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even in the heat of battle, there are lines I don't cross. I don't say, you think you're such a big man while my wife was her fake brother the whole time that you were trying to marry her you know no absolutely i mean you know like i've i've had my issues with maveen and rodney but there's there's lines i would never say to them like i'm not ready for the age of horse or you know you're a pair of pervy weirdos yeah i'm i'm sick of hearing you guys through the thin walls it's giving me hives you're re-traumatizing me I feel like I'm a child again and in a really gross and disgusting way in that I didn't ask for you guys to be my parents and it's disgusting. The magic rituals that you're doing are perverse, scary and sexual in a way that makes me feel disgusting. You could say all I that. I could say that, but I don't. I say, what's my next chore? Thanks, ma'am. I am a bad boy. Yeah. No, exactly. And I mean, I don't say about Randy, your haircut looks bad. Well, I have, but, but I that's mean, just but I don't of, say how that's bad a, that's it That's a truism. We, we don't say it directly to his face we might say it to someone else nearby him in a pointed way like wow haircuts are getting wilder these days wow someone really is doing something interesting with their head it's amazing what the kids think is appropriate to do with their hair can't believe anyone older would ever even try a stunt like that yeah and i mean i would never talk about randy's divorce no i mean Except for, like, as a fact. Right. The point is, there are a lot of things we could say, but we don't say. And that is why, Ted, I was I was speechless. When he had the goal to say, our podcast is nothing but an attempt to harass him. Au contraire. 
It's so much more. Have you ever heard of Below the Belt? Yeah. Shout out to Fawn. We always talk about Tep. Here you go. Right now, Apple releases first public beta of iOS 16.4. Woo! With new emoji. There you go, Randy. VLC needs an update. And um, I haven't done it because I just don't feel like it. And it keeps working. So Apple Maps now offers cycling directions in Germany. That's too bad. Pity to see them catering to the, the bicycle weirdos. Well, they would in Germany. The point is, Randy, do we occasionally discuss our lives? Yeah, because we're not robots. Yeah, like you. I mean, and also, Randy, this is coming from you, whose memoirs of a geek I'm sorry, when was the last time you talked about an iOS update? Seriously. When was the last time you had an episode that wasn't you doing some kind of a deep dive about the psychological trauma you've endured at the hands of two, um, to us, at the hands of us? I just feel like, I'm sorry, I, th- I was hoping we could resolve this matter peacefully, but um, Randy, we'll see your A and C, Court. That's right. We're countersuing. We're getting back in the ring, and this time, we're bringing in the heavyweights. We're getting ourselves a lawyer. Maybe I can be your lawyer and you can be mine? Yeah, that works. Okay, perfect. I was also thinking Gareth might be free. That's true, Al, but Gareth is not, I mean, ever since Chris has gone missing, He's Gareth really is not. worried. His soups are getting so weak. I mean, even for me, I'm like, Gareth, I told you that bisque was too spicy, but this is just water. Well, he's barely able to lift the paprika these days. He's just so worried. I know. And and folks, if you do want to help Gareth, do sign up for the Patreon because, you know, help the helper. And that is us. Because we we do go and check on him occasionally. I mean, gosh, Ted, I don't want to talk about this, but Chris... There were signs. Yeah. You don't want to talk about it around Gareth because you don't want to suggest that like, oh, you should have known. But like at the last couple of times seeing Chris, he was, he didn't seem like himself. He's been, he's just been so fixated. He had that whole thing about if you watch Wedding Crashers, if you start it at the beginning and the end and play it front and backwards at the same time. It's a palindrome. The scenes line up. Dark side of the Crashers. And I said to him, Chris, I love you. Well, no, I don't. You know, he's a friend of a friend. Take it from me. Take it from Ted. Take it from our friend Steve. In heaven. In heaven and and the shards of Craig. You need to get a little bit of a better grip on reality, my friend. I've been worried about Gareth, you know. He just sort of paces around up on his warehouse roof just yelling, Chris, my boy. And he hasn't been showering, which is normal, but like. It's worse. He hasn't even been doing the dry shampoo. He hasn't even put patchouli on top of his BO. No. So the point is, Randy, we are a TEP show. Yeah, and we'll see you in court, you wet dog. Yeah. And Ted, you know what? I want to say two things. Two things about us for in, in terms of the deposition. I think we got two things that I think are, are actually feathers in our caps. One is Agent Matthews said, quote, None of this is usable. These two are useless. Yes. Boom! Boom. I'm sorry if our testimony was... Too real, too raw for you. Sorry if it was shout out gibberish. Oopsie. Guess you're not going to be able to use any of this in court. That's right. And so, feather in our cap, number one, we didn't give them any ammunition to use against us because our answers were, quote unquote, incomprehensible. Uh Uh-huh. And the other feather in our cap, Ted, is the fact that... We got a very useful piece of information when I asked uh-huh. Randy, hey, Randy, if we did all this stuff and we broke and entered so many times, and if we did all this stuff that is definitely stalking and quote unquote broke our restraining order and blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah, why don't you just arrest us? <laughs> and the look on his face when he said, oh, well, I just, um, I'd rather not involve the police. Yeah. yeah, I know you'd rather not involve Carlos. Exactly. Your ex-wife is dating a cop. 
That's right, Randy. And I can just imagine how yeah. it goes when you push that little bone up to the door of his police station and say, Ooh, would you please arrest my friends? Yeah. Ooh, they're so mean to me. But you can't. You can't, can you, Randy? So guess what? We will see you in court, Rand, and we will defeat you. We'll either represent ourselves or we'll get Gareth to do it. Either way, you're going down. Oh, the people oftentimes have a team of lawyers. That's true. If we have a team... We should probably invite Grady. Well, he can't go in churches, but he can go in courthouses, right? He can go right? in courthouses, that's for sure. Can't get him to swear the oath, but, you know. If we could get Marvin in the jury. I think that's the way to do it. So that's right, folks. Uh, Tep Talk is going to trial in, uh, what, a month or so? Something like that. Who cares? Joke's on them, because we're going to be showing up to that courthouse in a red Teslarino. Woo! That's right! Oh, Randy, not only are you going to lose the trial because we have the facts and logic in our corner, when we pull up in that red Tesla Reno with our legal team, Gareth, hopefully Chris Pepper by then, Tom de la Tom. Secret juror Marvin. Maybe we could get Darby. Darby said he needed the job. Maybe we could get him to go undercover as one of the security guards. Is, is Darby talking to us yet? Uh, he's been having a hard time ever since the whole mayoral race. I think it really hit his ego. Yeah. And I get it. Like, if I had lost the mayor's race and not declared myself the winner, I'd feel horrible. We could reach out to him, I think. Team of rivals, too. I'm like, look, Darby, I know it's not what you had in mind, but I do need a communications director. Mostly your job would entail hanging out in the dumpster at Danny Marco's taking care of our pet mouse. Yes. Don't let him eat too much carbonara. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, like, look, I understand it's not that glamorous, but you got to start somewhere. You don't think Barack Obama started in the mailing room of the White House? Yeah. You don't think that John McClane wasn't at one point in his political career hanging out in a dumpster eating spaghetti? Of course he was. Yeah, absolutely. And if I can give Darby a little bit of constructive feedback as one of his friends, part of why you lost the election, Darby, is you weren't in touch with the average voter. No. You had this very elitist campaign. And you danced too sexually. Yeah, you danced too sexually. Also, you stand too close, your hair is too long, and you're creepy. Yeah, it freaks people out. That's all just constructive criticism. And and more more than anything, you didn't have your finger on the pulse of the populace, you know? I said what the people wanted to hear. No tax. And then later, 60% tax. And any buildings you want. And any buildings you want, which we are going to get to after I raise the money that we need for the Tesla. Then the buildings, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of Pulse, speaking of money, Ted, your latest video with Sarah Stefan and Bronson. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> they should call you Pablo Picasso because... You never get called an a-hole. No, and I, mean, I break all the rules. You blew even me away this week. And I think this is simply something we can say that we have never seen done in the history of OnlyFans. Yeah, look, I just wanted to break the formula of like reference to mediums that is so linked already. It's you a bit know, hack. Like, yeah. Here's a movie parody. You know, we've all done it. You know, I, I, I took a left turn with the boys and I was like, you know, what else is there out there? Yeah. And I was like, let's visualize. Yes. And Essualize. Yes, of course. Classic albums. Uh, Amazing. For track. S Act for S Act. Yep. Classic albums of rock and roll. Yep. Sgt. Pepper, let's go. As a classic rock fan and a fan of your cinematic work, just seeing like the references come through, like, I mean, of course, Stefan and Sgt. Pepper. Yeah. And the Lonely Club Band with all four of us, you know, uh, in that mural cover. I thought that worked really well. And the thing is, too, that the music sort of helps guide the action. Yeah. For the benefit of Mr. Breezewitz, there will be a f- tonight on trampoline. Bronson and Sarah will all be there as Ted watches from the stairs. What a scene. He will get his head stuck in the banister and not be able to look away while they f- 
And of course, Stefan the horse. Bong. Yeah, I found the most unnerving one when I'm 64 just because of your old man makeup. Will you still me? Why won't you me when I'm 64? Honestly, one of the more poignant ones was she's leaving home. Wednesday morning at five o'clock, Stefan begins. Dun, 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 dun. Why? Why do I film these films? She seems to be... She's having a good time and I really don't mind. It's not a problem for me. Dun, dun, dun. And I thought it was nice that you let Bronson do Ringo's. You know, Bronson kind of sounds like Ringo. He does. Yeah, he has a Ringo tone. Just because I'm small doesn't mean I don't have power. I'm sick of beating away at the drum kit. Plus, Paul plays it anyway. I thought the most poignant one was just day in the life. Woke up, got out of bed, watched my wife instead. Dunk, 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 dunk. Had my way downstairs and Bronson was there. I told him he looked nice, but he didn't care. Ah! Uh-huh. Grab my coat, grab my hat. Stefan in seconds flat. And man, that build, that orchestral build. Just really watching Stefan. By himself in the spotlight there. By himself. I mean, the same way on the album, you're like, is this ever going to finish? Mm-hmm. Shout out. Yeah, it did. Stefan's a good boy with timing. I read the news today, oh boy. A big old dog was suing two good men. And though his case was rather thin, thin, his attorney said that they would win, they'd have no trouble at all. Because they confess to everything in their podcast. Yeah, so it made $40,000. Woo! Rocking in the house tonight. That's right, folks. Not only do we have the number one TEP podcast on Apple, according to us, not only are we soon going to be proving triumphant in the court of law against the dog man himself and countersuing, we are also going to be arriving to that courthouse in style. Watch out, Judge Peterson. Your robes are going to get blown up like the Marilyn Monroe picture. Milady. No offense. Sorry, Judge Peterson. That's just, it's a reference. We are going to be blowing your robes up in style as we blast up the courthouse steps in our red Tesla Rooney. That's absolutely right, folks. Actually, really big Tesla news this week as we inch closer to our climax. Shout out, Bronson. Yep. Exciting news in the world of Tesla. I'm reading this headline from CNN.com. It says Tesla recalling nearly 363,000 vehicles. Okay. So that means we are not going to have to be in any sort of waiting list, I'm thinking, for a Tesla because uh, they got more than enough sitting around. Uh, I'll take one of those recalled vehicles, please. Absolutely. This is like uh, Danny Marcos. I mean, like the food is in the dumpster just because people are done with it. It's not because it's bad food. If you want to send back your Tesla for whatever reason, we'll take it. Yeah. That's my contribution this month. Thanks to Fun, Sarah and Bronson. Well done, Sergeant P. Great working with you. Let's... Move the dial from the Ted corner. How did it go this week? Well, look, I said to myself, Tim, Ted has been doing a lot of work raising money for this. And if I'm being honest, you have raised a little more than I have. Okay, sure. I mean, yes, I've sold lemonade. I got a $500 signing bonus for being the janitor and for not telling people some of Hector's stuff that I promised I wouldn't Mm. tell. Then in the deficit corner, there's the... Well, there's some reinvestment. There's the Oakleys and the bet. I've made some risky investments. Yeah. I haven't been doing as much as I could have. And so this week, I really, really committed myself to 
Raising money the only way I know okay. how. And look, people don't want to see me have S to Beatles songs. I just, I've accepted yeah. that at this point in my life. And nobody wants to sign up for our Patreon, except for Marvin, who does it because we sort of like, you know, threatened yeah. him. Blah, 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 blah. And then it dawned on me. Hello, I'm the mayor. Yes. So I thought to myself, I have to use the power I have. Civic power. So this week, I really doubled down on collecting those taxes. Great, great. How'd it go? Um, well, so no one would give me any of them. Hmm. Um, yeah, they didn't tell you that, do they? No, it's hard. And, you know, I would try to explain to them the situation and they would always just say, I'm not giving you any money, weirdo. Aren't you a little old to be selling lemonade? Aren't you that man who was up on Mr. Ramirez's roof? Aren't you that guy who came in here and broke the Aragorn sword? Uh, what are you doing here? You're not on the janitorial staff. Give me back those cables. Where did that voice come from? Is there a man in that dumpster? Is that a tweet on your poster board? You're blocking traffic. Why are you dressed up like that? I'm, hello, I'm Al Macino from Smell of a Woman. A lot of the stuff we've come to expect, and I realize, like, why are they so resistant to this? And I realize they don't respect me. They don't take me seriously as the mayor in exile or the occluded mm. mayor because I don't look like the mayor. Oh, I get it. Sash. Sash, yeah. Yep, so I, I commissioned myself a sash. Right, you didn't make one. You didn't just write mayor on a sash no 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 ted come on okay, i'm cool, the mayor cool. i need to look if people are going to give me 60 percent of their income to pay for our tesla i need to look the part so i went to d'antonio at the cape shop so you, you commissioned one i commissioned one yes i got a nice synthetic mink all right so sash. how did that negotiation go down what how much did it cost tim the bottom line i'll cut to the chase or i'll stop being around the bush i do need 2500 dollars for the sash Okay, so... Um, Tell you what, I'm looking at our uh, total here. We've got 102503 That's frankly way ahead right. of where I thought we'd be. So, so why don't you just give me $2,503? Okay, uh, okay, I learned this in therapy the other day. I'm going to just try something, okay? So, Tim, what I'm hearing you say is this week, instead of raising money, you ordered a custom sash. Yes, and it's going to cost $2,500, which you're asking uh, me to give you now. Yes. Am I understanding uh, yeah. that's what you're saying to me? Yes. Not that complicated. No offense, but yes, that is, yes, okay. that is, that's okay. what I'm saying. Um, yes. That's okay. The, so then yeah. the next step, sorry, yes. I'm just trying to remember what I was, um, what my therapist told me. Give me a second. It was, it was kind of complex and I was, I was just trying to read his computer screen when he was telling me this just to see if there was a Minecraft password there, but... Um, sure. Okay, sure, so... Sure, sure. Tim, I am having an emotion. Shout out, Stefan. And I would like to tell you uh, about it. Sure. And I'm feeling a little sore. Shout out, Bronson. And I right. need to get something off my chest. Shout out, Sarah. I think $2,500 for a sash is too expensive. There, I said it. And I think that you're wasting... Um, I just want to say I think that it might be a waste of money. 
You shouldn't. Just, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I completely understand everything you're saying. Thank you for saying that to me in such a respectful way. I really, and really I just appreciate that. I just you to know I, and that I love and affirm our friendship and I'm sorry for bringing this up. I completely understand and I completely, I totally get why you'd feel that way and I, I and I, this is on me for not communicating very well. I just I'm really what sorry. I think I don't I, love you when I, really I bring didn't. stuff up like no, this. No, I, no. Just, I have to express a boundary here and it's difficult for me to thank you for hearing what I have to say and and I'm sorry. I completely understand. $2,500 is way too much for a sash. 100% agree. Okay, thank you. And that's on me for miscommunicating that. That is not... I would never buy a sash for $2,500. I bought two sashes for $1,250 each. I got you one too. What's my sash going to say? Mayor's best friend. Spend it. Spend it. I'm going to Venmo yeah, you right now. See, I told you. I'm sorry. I, no, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm really sorry. No, it's oh, okay. God, this is so Ted, hard. This Ted, is so hard. Ted, do God, not I'm so be glad sorry. I have today. Do not be sorry. I'm so, oh, I want you. God, I need Look, to talk about this so bad. I know. I am honestly too, because you were so oh, freaked out about it. And I was like, I guess Ted, like. Conflict is difficult for me. Ted, I want to say right now, you can always let me know. Thanks. I'm so relieved. Now, another question for you. What do you want it to say on the back? Mine's going to say juicy. No, I think yours should say dude and mine will say sweet. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, shout out Ashton Kutcher, by the way. I understand that he sued you guys. I think he'll come around. Shout I did not Stefan. know you could copyright an image. I, I just I just want to say something. I just want to say something. Yeah. Thank you for holding the space for me to have a, a boundary discussed and talked about because it's really important. I'm learning for me to um, put boundaries in place and that when i put one it's actually an act of um an act of love yeah oh top hats yeah we need top hats oh steampunk top hats steve punk oh you don't think steve would want a top hat would you oh, what am i thinking he doesn't have a head well that's all we have time for this week folks wow Great shows. We covered a ton of tech news today. We talked about the fact that HomePods are being sent to Eurasia and um, Uber's got a new car app, UPS, GPS. Um, That's absolutely right. It was chock-a-block full of tech news information and gossip. And you're welcome, Randy. And go f- Yeah, we'll see you in court, Rand. And we will win. And shout out, by the way, there's never been a more important time to sign up for the Tep Talk Patreon because, well, we're going to save a lot of money representing each other in court, but still, we're going to need to buy new robes. Yeah. Also, I want to buy the Harry Potter Hogwarts video game. All right, well... Let's talk about all this. After the Tesla, after the Tesla. Thanks so much for listening, folks. This has been episode 116 of Tap Talk, week six of the Tesla fundraising. Ted, we're sitting pretty at $100,000. We got four more weeks to raise that last 50000 I am not worried about it unless something were to happen whereby we would lose a lot of money, but I don't think that'll happen. No. And do stay tuned for our court case. I see smooth sailing from here. Uh, I think we're going to make it all the yeah. way to having a red Tesla with literally nothing catastrophic going wrong in between then and now so make sure to check in next week for another episode of tep talk we're going to be finally tackling that apple first quarter earnings call i'm very excited to know what do they call it yeah absolutely how many zeros can you put behind a big b for billion until then have a great week everyone remember steve's birthday and do keep it h oh ted i got an idea if you're doing more classic albums dark side of bronson's I've always been very excited by the couple on the front of Celia Dan's Gaucho. Yes. Can't buy a thrill? I beg to differ. I mean, come on, Peg. 